Welcome, everyone, to the Adventurers Podcast, where we talk Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and more. I'm your host, Peyton, and with me is my co-host, Torn. Yo. We have a great show for everyone this week. We'll be talking about our guilty pleasure movies and the news of the week, of course. There will be time codes in the description or the show notes if you want to jump around. And with that, let's get right into the news. So, there isn't a ton of news, to be honest with you, but... News is news. Uh, so starting off with some DC news, uh, My Adventures with Superman, which we haven't heard a whisper of for a long time, uh, is apparently moving to Adult Swim and will release this year. So I didn't know this was going to be like an adult-oriented series, or maybe it isn't, and they're just airing it on Adult, on adult Swim. But the original plan was to air it on HBO Max, so... I think that's like a yeah, it's kind of like a crazy thing. Um, or else, or actually, I think it's like one of those things where it's like um, how you know, like the CW and HBO have like a thing, or like Superman and Lois will like premiere on like you know this, like you know the, like this channel, and then like after the first season's done, they'll try to like HBO. Max. Yeah, unlike the Flash, which goes to Netflix. Yeah, but like you know, Flash is gonna be over, so who knows? Oh no. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, like, I actually think it's, like, really interesting how they're putting on Adult Swim. Uh, I also, also, I think it's just because, like, uh, I'm not saying that people aren't tuning into Adult Swim as much, but it's also, like, it's really good to, like, get that traffic back going again. Because there's actually a lot more things that are going to be upcoming, uh, like, upcoming shows that are going to be on Adult Swim a lot more. So I think that's what they're doing, bringing in that more, tr- uh, that traffic again. Yeah, instead of just, like, your fucking brick and mortys and shit. Yeah, yeah, like, it, it's just, it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, um, I know, like, a lot of, like, um, a lot of anime, um, stuff, and, like, a lot more. Yeah, it's going to a salt Yeah, like, there is, um, there is another, there's, like, another service, another service, another show going to Adult Swim, it's called, like, Dig Man. And it has, like, a bunch of, like, yeah, like, the cast is actually, like, stacked. Um, and it's not necessarily, like, an adult-oriented series. I, I think it's an adult-oriented series. I think so. I'm not sure. Yeah, but from, um, from I remember when they talked about My Adventures with Superman initially, I thought, I didn't think it was going to be, like, a kid's show, but I thought it was going to be, like, a relatively uh, younger-leaning audience. But I guess not. This is the one, I think Jack Quaid is playing... Clark yeah, Jack, yeah, Jack Wee's playing Clark. Yeah, so that's cool. It sounds, I mean, I, 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 I don't know what to expect now. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Now it's going to Adult Swim, but I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited to see that too. Another Superman show. Jack Wee's mm-hmm. going to do a great job. He's going to be hewing it a lot. He's going to be Hunger Gamesing it. Right. Uh, this is according to Deadline. Uh, Clayface will be in the Batman part two and will reportedly play a big role. I'm so glad that we're letting Matt Reeves cook, bro. Right. So, dude, like, like, honestly, that's like one of the, like, best additions. That's what I'm saying. To, to Clay- Batman. Clayface is like one of my biggest, like, wishlist characters for a Batman movie. And I, I didn't think we'd ever get it because just the nature of what that character is. I mean, obviously we're probably going to get, we're not probably going to get like a big clay monster. If we're being no, no, honest, definitely, definitely just gonna. I mean, like, it would be cool, whimsical, because that's what people want. And I know some people have like a 
a thing with like you know batman being more grounded but it's also just like being grounded doesn't mean it has to be like realistic yeah you can still get very comical with, with these things so the fact that like clayface is being introduced into you know matt reeves's batman universe it's just like it's so like it's so cool um like i said like you know it it, it is really 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 different um because you know of course with the batman you know uh part two people have been wanting mr freeze or even like killer croc like just clayface is like it's just out there and i love it yeah and obviously the concept of the character of the you know this guy like being an actor and being like being able to like shapeshift into different people and whatnot whoever they cast they're gonna have a fucking field day <laughs> i know right um i did see a fan cast for clayface and one of them being like brendan fraser which would be which would be cool to see fraser. if we're gonna, go with someone, we're gonna go with someone else yeah sorry can't believe he'd mispronounce his name like that well everyone says this says it like that it's not my fault don't tell that to brendan fraser though he'll be like it's fraser you dumb bitch <laughs> i regret not i regret not meeting him last year you could have met but him. yeah he was in uh he was at a fan expo wow in dallas he you was like the king he was right next to uh he was pretty much like in the same line as john carlo it was like well, the it was like line? the hobbit the hobbit characters then brendan then, then brendan fraser and then John Carlo, and then like you had like Gina Carano and like the back or something. Who had the bigger line? Who had the bigger line? It was definitely John Carlo. I bet that would change now. Mm-hmm. And then like the other the other side, it was like all the De- the Dexter stars, and of course Michael had like the most amount of people because you know he's just like that. And then on the other side, there was like voice actors. There was like James Earl Taylor. Hello there. Too. <laughs> And like some other people, um, yeah, there was like the Star Wars, Clone Wars, the Clone Wars people. So, yeah, it was cool. Probably meet him again too. You can meet him. That's crazy. You fumbled. I'm sorry. Yeah, I did. <laughs> uh, fuck, man, Clayface. Ooh, I'm so excited. That's gonna man. It, it, and it says he's gonna play a big role. So I don't know if that means like main villain or like I don't know something else yeah something else yeah who knows but yeah so onto some marvel news this is according to the hollywood reporter Liv tyler is returning as betty ross for captain america new world order i, I saw that i saw that but that's that. fucking crazy i'm i'm so glad i'm glad yeah, i'm glad that they're you know making a hulk movie and titling it captain america new world order that's great because <laughs> yeah, like one of the things i like even though um I mean, it doesn't happen too often. Well, I mean, it kind of happens like a little bit. Um, you know, one of our biggest pet peeve is you know when Marvel kills off their villains. Yeah. But like one of my things that like what ha- what happens to like all the you know like the rest of the actors who are in like other projects, Liv Tyler being one of them, and another one being um, Tim Blake Nelson. I want to see him again. So, um, but apparently we're, we're getting the leader, so that's something else as well. Uh, there are so yeah. those. Bro didn't have a big head. He didn't have a big head. He didn't have a big head. So what if like it, that's either gonna be that's either gonna make me sad or it's just gonna be CG. 
probably gonna be CG. I mean, because because he saw his head, it was like morphing, dude. It was growing. Yeah, it was like a, it was like a tumor. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, you know, it's, it's always it's always nice seeing old cast members uh, coming back for newer projects. So yeah, we got uh, glad we got Ross, we got we got Betty Ross, and we got fucking the leader and shit. It's literally a Hulk movie. Where's Where's Hulk? Is Hulk actually going to be in this, or is it just going to be fucking Captain America? Who knows? Because like, like, I don't know, man. Oh, like I'm I'm happy that we're getting a Captain America movie, but it's like I don't know. It's the backdoor Hulk movie, All right? It'll be cool though. This is according to the direct. Secret Invasion will reportedly premiere on June 21st on Disney Plus, so definitely got pushed. Uh, but now it's coming out in June, which means I imagine Loki is probably going to come out like September. Maybe yeah, October. Yeah, September, yeah. Um, and apparently there's going to be a trailer this Sunday. So, I mean, definitely not going to get into the, to that before this episode comes out. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, the trailer coming out on Sunday. So I'm very excited for this fucking series. I have a... Me too. I have a strong feeling this might be a series where it might shut some people up about the quality of these MCU shows. But I could be wrong. But this is according to Deadline. Uh, Karan Sonny and Leslie Uggams will return for Deadpool 3. We got Dopender and Blind Al. Back. Dummy. Further cementing that they're literally just hopping universe. <laughs> I wonder I wonder if it's going to be like they're in that universe and then they start hopping universes. I hope they're in dead I hope they're in the actual like MCU. That'd be fucking fun. I want Dopender in the MCU. Right. Imagine Secret Wars and Dopender just rams Kang with a taxi. <laughs> rams a variant with a taxi. Yeah. He's like one of the best parts of like those movies. Yeah. He's just a delight. I love Jerry Seinfeld. If anyone gets that reference, they get ten brownie points. Actually, you know what? They get 50 brownie points if they get that reference. This is according to The Hollywood Reporter. Uh, Josh Friedman, who wrote Avatar The Way of Water, is set to write the script for Fantastic Four. That's cool. That's pretty cool. Take it early. Do you like (laughs) Avatar? Why do you know Avatar? (laughs) But I mean, good. No matter what, yeah, no matter what, it's going to be a success. The thing is about the Fantastic Four, people are like, they're so cautious about the Fantastic Four movies, but it's also this is one of the things where it's like, the bar is so low for the Fantastic Four movies that anything that the MCU puts out with them, is gonna, it's going to be, like, amazing. Like, it's 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 crazy. Um, So, no matter who's writing or who's writing it, it's going to be great. So, you know, we got Man Fraction and the guy who wrote Avatar. Matt Fraction... Yeah. Matt Fraction. Wait. Matt Show. Matt comics. I'm like, wait. <laughs> Talking about some comics, dog. That's my bad. That's my bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's looking it's looking good. And now they just gotta get over the hurdle of casting, which everyone's just gonna be mad about no matter what. <laughs> so. Yeah. So but that's the news of the week, which means it's time to move on to our topic, which is our guilty pleasure movies. So you should start first. I should start first. Okay. 
God, what do I start with? I'll just I'll just get the obvious one out of the way. The one I've talked about before, The Amazing Spider-Man Two. Shit, Phil. Yeah, I'm of summer. It's very it's it's very bad. Um, people obviously love this movie. Uh, or this you know coming up generation. This movie crazy. They switched up on it like so hard, insanely bad, bro. Like it's trash. Um, it's it's bad. It's bad. Dane DeHaan is. I Dane DeHaan. I hate, he's a crack. He's a crackhead. I hate him so much in this movie. <laughs> Why is he playing like that? It's so weird. That's not. He's a, uh, he's a crackhead, and he's like the worst trust fund baby. The Norman Osborn shit was fucking just awful. They're the, fucking Green the, Goblin disease. The, the like the whole thing of like I just I don't know why. Like they keep pushing this like this thing with Peter's parents, and then he finds like some coins in a calculator. At least into like an underground train or, or underground light tunnel, and it's like it doesn't make sense. I don't like it. It's fucking it's, horrible. Well, the way they did Electro was horrendous. Yeah, like design's bad. The characterization's bad. The, the act like the the acting is like I mean the chemistry is there with. Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone, but even then, like some of the acting from Andrew Garfield, or just like the editing, is very is very poorly done because it makes Andrew Garfield look like manic, which is like it's weird. Don't like it. And then Max, horrible. Yeah, you get Jamie Foxy to do him like that. Come on. Obviously, they rectified it in fucking No Way Home, but doesn't make this any better. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. um, the, yeah, the one thing the movie has going for it is like visuals on how like it's portrayed like like how Spidey's like portrayed Rhino than trash Rhino has like two seconds of screen time it doesn't go anywhere the film it's so bad that being said I fucking love this <laughs> right. I love watching it it's so fun <laughs> and you see uh, you see Ryan from the office get uh assaulted in a uh in a, in a thought from fucking max yeah you you, you know who spider-man is like uh I, I forgot what what he says he says like a like a zodiac thing bro fell into a vat of electric heels gotta be careful where you fell okay so yeah oh, the fucking mm-hmm. dubstep shit Bro, I see oh, people. Yeah. Oh my god! I like the, the again, like you said it already. But like the way people switched up, and I remember when, like, when there was discourse around it, closer to when the film came out, and even well after it, people being like, "The dubstep, dubstep shit is so fucking like corny and fucking just bad," and the like the whispering, like, like, uh, and now people are like, "Man, it was such a cool touch." And fucking Incy Bitsy Spider Dubstep Edition. Yeah, I love the way they did that. And like Gwen's death, like that was that scene was like a laughing stock on the internet for so long. Now the people are like, it was so beautiful. It was so well done. Where did that come from, bro? Like the, the like him the whole like slow like that's a slow motion shit was fine, but the way like the web turns into a little hand, like really <laughs> And just the way she goes splat. <laughs> just, that shit's so uh, fucking funny, you know. People are just like, "Oh, it was so good." Was it though? Like yeah, the acting was good dumb. from Andrew Garfield, but like 
everything else around it. It doesn't help that you have ugly ass Dane DeHaan goblin. Ugh. Great film though. <laughs> right. It's so it's so fun. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um mine is the my ghosting pleasure films are it's the Twilight Saga. Look. Oh no. Look. I was like, I, I think it's one of those. It's 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 one of those shows that like I definitely grew up with, and I saw how Twilight like changed like our generation. Like you know, especially like Wars. yeah, like and it's like it's one of those things where it's like my sister, like where my sister, you know, growing up in like you know the nineties and like. In, in like also the early 2000s like she's seen like fandoms like you know grow and explode so like for twilight when we saw the movie i can't tell you like how like it, it's like i can't i can't even comprehend like that time of like the for fandoms so for twilight it was just like a, it pretty much like it was kind of like a phenomenon and you know, when growing up with that, you know, the movies were like, you know, they're, they're, they're at first I did not like them, and then I watched them again, and I was like, you know, these are actually they're okay. And I watched them like recently. I watched them like they're on Netflix for like you know like two seconds, and I was like, yeah, like these are like uh, I consider it like a, like a comfort movie almost. But of course, like what makes it bad is like the love triangles. I hate love triangle so much. It's it's so bad. Um some of the visuals are pretty like wonky. The acting is like very cheesy and like it's it's like bad indie two thousands like dialogue sometimes. And it's just like, yeah, it's not the best. Like I said, it's like those are like comfort movies for me and it's like, yeah, you know, I grew up with them so though that the twilight saga it's like that, that is something yeah like i i think those movies are fucking garbage but <laughs> but but i could i completely understand how they can be someone's guilty pleasure movie because it does seem like that kind of kind of it's so bad it's good or fun and kind of movie oh like i will also there's so many also, like fucking plot holes or shit that doesn't make any fucking sense mm-hmm I know also, enough about it. <laughs> also, there's, there's like, there, like I, I just wanted to say, like, yeah, like how, you know, how Twilight, you know, has became like, like, like a meme in like recent times. You know, like the one scene from the first one where Edward's like, like he can sent, uh, like he smells like Bella, and he's like covering his like nose because like, you know, she's a human, and the memes are like, oh yeah, you know, when she, when you know she stank, we're not trying to say anything. <laughs> And um, like you know, the whole thing of like Jacob calling Bella's daughter like the Loch Ness monster, you know, like or uh, Nessie. It's funny, um, but yeah. Oh yeah, and also like the color grading in those in the first films, like fucking, it's like they turn down like the temperature to like max yeah. coolness. <laughs> it's, so, it's so blue, just washed out. Yeah, there's no color in anyone. I mean, there's yeah. supposed to be vampires, but Bella would be looking like a vampire. Yeah, because I mean, it also makes sense because you know it's like Seattle, 
with like it's like Seattle like in the in like the winter time, but also like Seattle has some color, and they worked on I think the best color like was New Moon because like you know they're in like Italy or some shit, and they have like it's all like pretty much I guess like warm, and everyone's like wearing red and shit, which is cool. But yeah, Twilight, guilty pleasure movies. Which one is your favorite? Which was my favorite? Probably New Moon. Cause isn't that the, the worst one? The worst one? I don't know what's the worst one to me. It's either like New Moon or. No, I'm just saying generally. Isn't the general consensus that New Moon's the worst one? I'm not entirely sure. I think it's because like New Moon is where like they started the stakes started popping up because they, they introduced the Volturi in that one. Um, and I I, I like the Volturi a little bit, but I would say like the best villains are like. Probably the first one. Like, James is a fucking menace. Best villain is Jacob for wanting to fuck a baby. Yeah, man. Like, what the heck happened? Yeah, Jane. Yeah. Jacob is a... That, that, that's wild to me. He imprinted on a baby, bro. Yeah. So also, that, that's like, just It's just so wild to me that even with all that, you, you're still Team Jacob. I'm not Team Jacob at all. I'm Team I, Edward. No, you're... I mean, you told me you were Team Jacob. No, I'm not. I'm Team Edward. That's what you said, man. I, I did not say anything like that. You said also. <laughs> you said after they see you, and I'm definitely Team Jacob now. That's what you said. Yeah, no, I mean, may, I mean, maybe EDP would agree with you, but <laughs> oh, that's all. Like speaking, like one thing before, like you can go on your next one. Um, I didn't realize this before because I thought they got a real baby, but the baby CGI, oh, like. <laughs> Yeah. The baby is like the baby is CGI, and like you, you can tell it is CG. Like the face is like <laughs> some of the worst special effects you'll ever see, or visual effects. Yeah, it, it, like the face is like so, like it, like it is like the fakest thing. I forgot what they tried to do. I think they they tried to like morph the faces of, uh, yeah, they tried to, Kristen Stewart and yeah, they and they got their faces. And then, like, they, of course, you know, they combined them and they morphed it onto, like, a real baby. And it just looks horrible. It looks horrendous. And it's like that throughout, it's like that throughout the whole, like, film. Or I mean, throughout, like, you know, not the whole film, but I think, like, Breaking Dawn Part 2 or something. Or whatever. Part 1, Part 2. And then that's when, like, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, well, like, you know, she's a vampire, so she has to grow up. That's when they got, like, you know, Mackenzie Foy, like, when, when she was, like, a, like a kid. So, yeah. Maybe got two seconds of screen time with a morphed face. It looks ugly. I am I'm finished. <laughs> uh, my next one, man, this movie... You know, you know how in previous episodes we talked about movies we watched on repeat as a kid, Revenge of the Sith, and mm-hmm. for me, Spider-Man 1. Well, there's one I leave out of that, and Lord. it's, I don't, I don't, I don't leave it out because, like, it's bad or because I don't like it. I leave it out because it doesn't necessarily pertain to what this podcast is, uh, and is it embarrassing? Maybe to some but this movie is an underappreciated masterpiece. Rotten Tomatoes will tell you otherwise. Letterboxd will tell you otherwise. But just know that the 1990s Super Mario Brothers movie is one of the best films to ever be made. I, I never seen it, so I can't it's really... It's so 
so good. We got it's so it's so good. Uh, like I still I still be thinking about some of the seas to this day. It's just it came out in nineteen ninety three. Ninety three. Yeah. See, I don't want. I don't really. I don't remember that. We got, I, uh, we got Bob Hoskins as Mario. We got John Leguizamo as Luigi. It just some, it's live. Obviously, obviously, it's live action. <laughs> Every time I think of John Leguizamo, I think of um, the clown from Spawn. Uh, that that movie. I think of so. Sid from Ice Age. So I don't remember Ice Age like that. So oh my god, no! But like none of this, literally nothing in the movie is. I mean, they make like Yoshi's in it, but it's not like Yoshi. Bowser's in it, but it's not Bowser, Goombas, and Koopas and whatnot. And I think if if I remember cor- correctly, I think they're trying to save Daisy instead of like Peach. I don't know why that was, you know, <laughs> decided. Uh, but I'm pretty sure like there's like prostitutes in the movie and shit. It's crazy, but it <laughs> it's fucking it's great, man. It's great. One of my favorite scenes is when like they're going to like I don't know Bowser's Kingdom or Mushroom Kingdom or whatever. I think it's Bowser's Kingdom. Um, and they're like signing in or whatever, or they're like trying to get in and they're like names and, and he goes, Mario, he goes, last name, Mario. He was like, what? He goes, I'm Mario, Mario. And that's my brother, Luigi Mario. <laughs> they're like, your last name's Mario. <laughs> and it's, <laughs> it's so fucking good. I don't think it's on any streaming service, but it fucking should be. <laughs> I watched that. I watched that movie on a repeat as a kid. It's so I love it. It's amazing. Yeah, and I never, I never seen it before. Um, the next one, you know, this, this is, this is um one that very notorious on that channel, but um, Payne does not like these films at all. But it's the Venom movies so fucking bad like they're not they're not the best movies but like i just i think i think just venom itself carries these films i just like it so much like you know the, the one-liners like the look of venom uh just how venom's like more comedic instead of just like a brooding angry symbiotic goo force and then, like, Carnage, like, takes it up a little bit, because I like Carnage, but, like, I don't know, they did not give enough screen time of Woody Harrelson. Well, like, yes, films. See, the movie would have been better had they actually put Spider-Man in them in some way, shape, or form. Or, you know, make him a villain. Venom, that is. Yeah. And then, like... Or maybe just not do a Venom movie at all. That would have been great. Right. <laughs> I think my favorite, my favorite of the first film is that like they made Riot so dark, like you know they made him so dark, so it's like two Venoms like fighting each other. Yeah, and you can't tell what's going on. It's great. You can't can't tell what that you can't tell at all. And then like with things with Carnage, they made him so dark, like you know, it's like a really really dark crimson red, and it could have made him like bright. So I don't know. Those movies are. They're bad, but I think I just like Tom Hardy as Venom so much more. So yeah, Tom Hardy is a great fucking casting choice. It's just unfortunate that <laughs> characterization's oh, fucking and garbage. Then, and then I don't, 
Don't forget about she venom. She's kind of thick. Now she venom. Now, now that's something I can get behind. <laughs> yeah, I can't forget about that. The only good part about uh, the first film is pussy. That's it. <laughs> Second movie's better. Second movie's better, but not by much. Not by much at all. <laughs> I think it would have been crazy. I don't know. Like they just they. I don't know what's. I don't know what was the inclusion of like Shriek, and I'm making her like a symbiote or something like that. I don't know. That was so weird. I can't wait for Venom three to come out and for it to be just as garbage as the oh, first two. Oh yeah, and I remember, um, like they like there's it was crazy because in the movie there are like two different actors for Shriek. But it's also just like one of those things where it's like I don't know if you got like recasted or what. But there's two different actors or two different actresses in the same movie. Yeah. Do you talk about like the flashback sequence? Yeah, those that, that was a completely different actress, and it's not like well, it's, it's so no, with Woody Harrelson's character. I mean, that wasn't Woody Harrelson. No, they de-aged Woody Harrelson. No, they didn't. And, that was a different guy. No, bro, that's not how it works. That was a Wait. different guy, and they dubbed him with Woody Harrelson. Oh, that, that's what they did. They, they dubbed him. But I feel... Wait, hold on. Wait. Let me... Hold on. Am I tripping? I'm tripping. No, nah, never mind. I'm tripping, dog. I'm tripping. Unless I just don't remember, and the, image, the Google images aren't doing anything for me. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm done talking about it. <laughs> you, you can go on now. Um... Another one that I watched during my childhood, and I believe, and I believe, it's still. I don't want to go as far as saying it's a masterpiece like Super Mario Brothers, but it's damn good, and it's one of those films that I thought with time, our generation would warm up to it and be like, you know what, this movie is peak because it is, but. All I see online is people making fun of it, and it makes me sad. It disappoints me that this generation, our generation, our age group, would diss a borderline masterpiece such as Spy Kids 3D Game Over. I don't know how anyone in their right mind could hate Spy Kids 3D Game Over. It's a great film with a great cast. Elijah Wood is in it, Torin. Elijah Wood. You don't just get Elijah Wood for some 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 lame movie i could have put the entire spy kids series on this i could have but spy kids 3d specifically is the one i see get shit on the most and again watched it a ton as a kid the fact that it was 3d it came i don't know if it came with 3d no it did it came with 3d glasses and the 3d on that film was impeccable. The stuff was popping out of the screen at me. And let me tell you, my like four, five, six year old brain was fucking blown. Like it was crazy. And as a film, conceptually, they're in a fucking video game. I'm fucking in. This is the best video game movie of all time. And no one can tell me otherwise. Spy Kids 4D was better. I could just smell the movie. <laughs> I always forget about that. Joe McHale is in that. I could I could just smell the um the, the I could just smell the CGI. 
and the sound effects. You got the returning cast with Antonio Banderas with additions like Sylvester Stallone, Salma Hayek. Like, come on. Of course, Danny Trejo's in it. Steve Buscemi, Bill Paxton, George Clooney, Selena Gomez. Did I know that? Belina Gomez. Glenn Powell. I need to rewatch it. That being said, Spike is three game over is incredible and it's definitely a guilty pleasure. Definitely. Have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen Game Over before. It's not the fourth one. I don't think I've seen the fourth one either. I remember that like you can just smell everything. The there. Rock is cooking, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, my next one is Freddy vs. Jason. Now, it's valid. The, stat- the status on this one is that Freddy vs. Jason is a lot of guilty pleasures for a lot of people but it's yeah. also like as it's also like a favorited cult classic yeah and, pe- and people know that it's bad but, but people don't care because it's Freddy vs. Jason everyone's been wanting that for like years and years as, uh, that, that like that was like that's like our Batman you know, like, yeah, that, like Freddy vs. Jason was like the Batman vs. Superman of like movies for horror fans and so when it came out in 03 Everyone's like, oh my god, it's great, it's great. And then, like, that's when all the reviews came out. It's like, yeah, you know, the, the plot ain't really all there. It's, like, pretty pretty bad. Um, You know, you got some, like, got some crazy-ass shit in there. You got, like, Freddy being, like, a like a CGI worm and, like, getting high with somebody. And then he possesses that same person and then gets cut in half. Um... And then you have, like, some stupid shit, like, Freddy being afraid of water, which is stupid as hell, because, like, why why is he afraid of water when he literally, like, resides there? He resides in the water. He doesn't really reside there, but it's dumb how he's afraid of water. Um, Of course, the acting is pretty bad, and then Kelly Rowland says a slur. <laughs> Yeah, she says she says the F slur. She she yeah, cause she um she lost the Freddy. She's like, what kind of? God, I don't remember that. Oh, you know what? No, I do remember that. Yeah, she's like walking up to him. She's like, what kind of F word wears a Christmas sweater? And and like I'm just like, damn. And she says it with so much emphasis too. And I'm like, damn. And then and then she gets like, and then she gets freaking demolished by Jason. And his there's like ragdoll effects in that movie. It's so funny. But yeah, Freddy vs. Jason, um, that's like a, like, it's, it's just a, it's a fun movie. Yeah, it's a classic it's guilty pleasure film. As someone who doesn't fuck with those movies, it's a great movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, even, even, you know, it, which is good. I remember so, watching that, I was like, yeah, it's a blast. It, it is a blast. It's, it's so funny too. Freddy being alive at the end of the ship. Yeah, he wings at the camera. Yeah. So, yeah, it's always fun. So, there's two films on my list that one could argue uh, isn't necessarily guilty pleasure movies. Because the idea of a guilty pleasure is two things. One, you either feel not bad, but guilty, obviously. You feel guilty watching it because you know it's bad, but you like it. Um, 
but also there's also it's bad but in my opinion if you don't feel guilty about it you just fucking love it then that's still a guilty pleasure because it's still like people would be like the fuck you like that movie for you know um but the general consensus has to be that the film is bad so there's two on here where that's not necessarily the case they have generally good reviews but i have iron man 2 on my list it's probably generally considered to be the worst iron man film it's one of the lowest rated mcu movies uh i have friends that think it's just straight up garbage i have a good time with it (laughs) i don't think it's great i do think it's the worst iron man movie uh i don't understand whiplash's motivation at all i don't it just it makes no sense to me i fucking hate the oh i'm gonna bird. <laughs> i want my bird uh i i hate the like ooh, i'm gonna i'm gonna get the sun because of what his dad did i fucking hate that shit yeah i i hate that trope so much it's so stupid it's like why are you gonna make the like i don't know this stupid but you also have Stark, you know, being Stark. The introduction of Don Cheadle as War Machine. That obviously the the opening uh, courtroom scene is one of my favorite scenes in the entire MCU. Obviously, you have the race track scene with the suitcase suit. Uh, Justin Hammer is just an absolute delight. Getting Sam Rockwell into the MCU was just fucking amazing, and that character is just it. it, it, it he's he's great. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just a lot of fun. obviously you got uh scarlett johansson's introduction as, as black widow i thought that was great even though there's maybe some stuff that didn't necessarily age particularly well um i think it's a i think it, i think it's just a fun movie man it's just a fun movie and even though i, I, I do agree with many of the criticisms i do still think it's a lot of fun at the end of the day so so I don't have a lot more, but I have one more left. Um, my guilty pleasures are the Fast and Furious films. Now look, Fast and Furious 1 is great. It's a classic. Number two, I've been hearing some like, I'm not saying it's divisive, but like there are some people that are like, yeah, the second one is like pretty bad. Which I don't think it's that bad. I think it's fine. It's okay. Um... Set no, that's too fast, too furious. I was thinking Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift is the third one, but canonically, it's the sixth one in the series. Oh, right, because technically in the future, yeah, because you know, like four, five, and six happen, and then Han goes to Tokyo, and then you know, he quote unquote dies, and they wreck Han his death in. Um, nine. For uh, that was an eight. Yeah, was, no, yeah, it was eight, eight or nine. But when it hits the eighth movie, right? Yeah. Oh my god. Would you agree that the seventh one is the best? I hear a lot. I hear that a lot. Um, I don't think the seventh is the best. I think it's like it's definitely the the most sentimental. Because of like you know Paul Walker's death and everything like that, um, I think the best one to me is—I mean, the best one's the first one to be honest. 
the fourth one is oh, like, yeah because you said that, that was on your top 10 list yeah the first that's one's just top. fucking wild to me <laughs> what the fast and furious ones are like my favorite yeah yeah it's, oh, not, it's, my, not, not not that it, not that it's necessarily your favorite just that it would make your top 10 yeah it would be my top 10 yeah it's it's that good like it's like literally it's like super straightforward the like the aesthetic and the cars are actually the, the you know they're, they're really cool um i think that's where like uh well besides i think the sixth one is pretty good i mean six one i think we say is paul walker's like best but like just generally it's 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 it's, it's a really great film now when it comes to like the, the like yeah, the eighth eighth and nine are like so ridiculous they're so ridiculous bro they're so ridiculous and it's insane like literally you know what you know what happens to like vin diesel in the movie so like he's in a he's in like a like an armored vehicle it explodes and he's as he's falling he does a superhero landing he literally does a superhero landing like one one fist to the ground and everything like it's it's insane that's why whenever like i see the the 10th trailer i just i like roll my eyes but like it's but they're so good because they're so entertaining you know i know that they're, they're, they're bad um but yeah like that's that's just that's just it for me fast and furious man like you like you you love them and or you like love them but yeah you hate them so what if you just hate them and some people just do hate them. They're like, yeah, it's like, it never makes sense. You hate the Fast and Furious. Movies? I actually don't think I've seen a single Fast and Furious movies. You should watch the first one. It's on HBO Max. I don't wanna. Why? It's good. Like I think it the first. I... No, I'm telling you. Like I think like you would like, bro. If I'm I think... like Mad Max, am I like? You don't like no. Well, it's not. It's not anything like Mad. Well, Max. I know it's not, but it's still like just like cars and driving. No, no, it's not like really that. That ha- has that in the it has that in the film, but the first one it's like it's different. Like okay, like I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tell you like how how I can really much which like make it out to be. Think of it like have you seen Drive with Ryan Gosling? Yeah, when no Rock Obama. Damn, um, I don't know how you feel about that, but like think of it as like as like a GTA heist. That's the first. That's pretty much like the first one. It's a GTA heist in a way. Ain't that seven too? Is that the one where they steal the safe? I think so. Yeah, you know, actually, yeah, it is. And the eighth one is the one where like they go to like like a military base, just fucking crazy to me. Yeah, yeah, seven is like the most heisty one, but like the first one, it's like it's very. I don't know. The first one's cool. Like it's not. I don't think. I mean, I can't really say anything about Mad Max, but the first one is like it's dope. Uh, but like, I also think that like you would like Tokyo Drift too. You would like Tokyo Drift as well. Yeah, that's the that's the only one that I, that I think I'd maybe because, like. Because the thing is about Tokyo Drift is that there's not much of a plot in that one. As much as people want to say there is, there's not really much of a, Like, the plot happens, like, an hour into the movie. Like, Tokyo, Tokyo Drift is the most, it's the most cool one. It's the most cool-looking one, because, of course, it's in Japan. And, like, all the cars, are, I think, are they're at their best. But... Yeah, I think you like you do like the first one in Tokyo Drift, and if you can find the others on social on like 
on streaming services, then like you, you, I mean, you can watch them. But first and third are your best bet for sure. All right. Well, if I don't like them, you're getting robbed. Okay, I'll take that chance. <laughs> um, my God, do I do my other one that maybe doesn't count? Or yeah, fuck it, I'll do that one. All right. So again, one that again generally has good reviews because I think Iron Man Two is in like the '60s on like Rotten Tomatoes or whatever. Uh, this one. I actually don't know the Rotten Tomatoes score of this one. Let's let's look it up. It has a 74%. So again, generally good reviews, but it, it, it's it's The Hateful Eight, which is a Tarantino movie, and it's generally considered one of, if not his weakest film. And I just flat out disagree. Uh I know Torin, he, he haven't seen the hateful eight. There's a, there's a movie version. And then there's like a, like a four uh, episode, like extended mini series version. And basically I think the reason why people don't like this movie is that not a lot happens. And if you listen to this podcast, which you probably don't, uh, then you probably know I'm a big dialogue guy. I love me some dialogue. And The Hateful Eight is literally like 90 to 95% of the movie is just people sitting around and talking. And it's fucking great. <laughs> it's so good. It gets more... Uh, well, I was going to say Tarantino, but Tarantino's thing is dialogue, but it gets more uh, involved, I guess, towards the end of the film. But I think this is a great Tarantino movie. It, it's probably one of my favorites. I think Django is probably my favorite. And then, then Reservoir Dogs, then maybe Hateful Eight. I think it might be my third favorite Tarantino movie. And then Pulp Fiction, which is the hottest of takes, probably. But I don't know. I really like, I really fucking like Hateful Eight. It's just people talking and it's great. And just, it's just like, it's just great, 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 great actors just chewing up scenery. Cause you obviously got Samuel Jackson, who's pretty much the main character. You got Kurt Russell, Tim Roth, Walton Goggins, Channing Tatum. I mean, just an incredible cast and it's just so I, I i i love it i love it i don't know which version's better though because the extended there's again there's the movie version the extended short series uh version i don't know i don't know which one's better if you hate just motherfuckers sitting around then the movie's probably better because it's short <laughs> i think the first I think that for in terms of Tarantino movies, um, let's see, um, okay, so I've seen Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction, Kill Bill Volume One and Two. Um, I have I signed up to see Glorious Bastards, Django. Oh, Glorious Bastards! I fucking forgot about Glorious Bastards. Never mind. It wouldn't be my top three. It's probably top five though. Fair. And there's Hateful Eight and there's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And then he's coming out with, like, another film. Let's call it The Reader or something. I don't know. Something like that. Could have been Kill Bill 3, but, you know, I'm just kidding. Kill Bill 3 is fine. Uh, but Kill Bills are fine. So, for me, when it comes to my top three, it's pr- 
probably Killable Volume 1, Django, Reservoir Dogs, and then it's Pulp Fiction. Um, you haven't seen The Hateful Eight, though. No, I haven't seen The Hateful Eight. I haven't seen I haven't seen The Hateful Eight. I haven't seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I haven't seen Glorious Bastards. I haven't seen... I saw Sin City because he said, it said that he's a guest director in that one. But it's not really directed by him, so... Yeah, I haven't, seen, I haven't seen those ones. I haven't seen Death Proof either. Yeah, the Grindhouse movies, I haven't seen those. Planet Terror and Death Proof, I haven't seen those. And I haven't seen Jackie Brown. I haven't seen From Dust Till Dawn. I mean, he wasn't a director in that one. He was a he was a writer, a stretched by Paco Rodriguez. But yeah, that's pretty much it for Tarantino for me. Gotta watch the hateful light. It's just dialogue. It's coming to Netflix at some point. I don't remember. It's, when, on, it's on Netflix. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. It's no, on Netflix. no, it's coming to Netflix. No, it's it's been on Netflix. No, it's not. Yes, it is. All right, five dollars. Uh, I I don't have it. <laughs> Let's see how I wait. <laughs> the hateful eight. What? I swear it was on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, it says a premium subscription on Hulu. What happened to it? They, they they took it off. Yeah, and they're adding it back eventually. How did they do that? I don't get it. I don't get it. Because I, I remember seeing on Twitter, it was like, "Hey, Eight's coming to Netflix." I was like, "Is it on Netflix?" But I guess not. And yeah. the, the series is same shit, extended. I don't. I don't know which one's better. I remember watching the series version, and I was like, "I don't. I don't even remember what was added." Is what it is. All right, is that, is that it for you? Yeah. Are you more? Oh, man, I do have more. Oh, yeah, because that was it for you, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so my next one would be Wonder Woman 1984. Oh, yeah, that, that is a guilty pleasure. That is a guilty pleasure movie. Yeah, because it's obviously it's a bad movie. Everyone knows it's a bad movie, but <laughs> it's, it's, it's just a lot of fun, man. It's just a lot of fun. I mean... Gina's not great. I mean, really, it's Pedro Pascal that carries the film. <laughs> Pretty much, it's just it's just Pedro Pascal. Yeah, life life is good, but it can't be better. Indeed. And then you know, obviously, you got Gal Gadot doing what Gal Gadot does. Uh, I think this is Chris. What's his name? Chris Pine. <laughs> uh, this Chris is Tucker. yeah, Chris Tucker. This is Chris Tucker's best performance. As whatever his name is, Steve Trevor. Um, I just, I just love the way he plays. Like, it's the '80s and everything is the fucking future. And he's like, "What the fuck is this? What is that? This is incredible." I just, I love the way they played that and executed that. Other than the fact that he's in another man's body and she totally rapes that dude. Yeah, crazy. Other than that, I think it's fun. <laughs> but yeah, so then I also have a uh, X Men. Uh, yeah, X Men Apocalypse. Oh, yeah. I understand that, too. Yeah, you've seen that movie how many times? Like, four. At the theater? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I still think that's crazy. But, again, it, it's not great. Apocalypse, not a great villain. Oh, dang, I... Dang it, you just reminded me. Yeah, we'll go, we'll go on. There's nothing really much other than Apocalypse is not great. Everything around it's not, not really that quick. Not but, great. of course, you have the Quicksilver scene. Duh. And you have Hugh Jackman. Exactly. With that, with, with that comic accurate 
like thing you have one allowed pet yeah crown oh, i don't know yeah i don't know it's like a tech techno meter or something i don't know what to call it um uh, but dang shit let me add another one Speaking of guilty pleasures, X Men Origins Wolverine. Yep, that was on my list. Yeah, dude. Oh my god, I don't care. Like I saw that movie as a kid. I do like freaking well. I am like teleporting. It's crazy. Um, dang, I just thought, uh, oh, and then freaking, I I hate I I love I love it because it's it's cool, but like it's not Deadpool, but like Ryan Reynolds Deadpool in that movie. Oh, like, like, like the final form, he's all marked up and he's like, has like his, he's like, his mouth is stitched up. Yeah, it's awful. Kind of fun though. Yeah. And he has like the swords as like, you know, coming out of his like. Yeah. The adamantium blade things. Yeah. Like he has like, the, the, the freaking laser vision. Damn. That's just teleportation from Will I Am. Mm hmm. And then like fucking, uh, Oh man, I don't know. And then like I think my favorite part was that, like where Wolverine cuts off his head and then like you see it like spinning and it's like the la- the laser beams are like cutting the building in a circle. Oh that's so fun. Yeah. It's so fun. It's so it's a bad movie, but it's a fun one too. Damn. Oh damn, that's crazy. I mean uh, like I said, that's it for me. I just fucked up and accidentally deleted a portion of my list, and I don't remember what it was. It started with a TA. Oh, shit. I can't find it. Whatever. Who cares? All right, my next one is Men in Black 3. Uh, Literally just talked about this not that long ago. Again, considered to be the worst Men in Black movie. Also considered to be generally not good, but probably nostalgia. The movie came out in 2012. <clears throat> this this movie to me was just amazing. Again, you got Josh Brolin playing young Tommy Lee Jones, who's just doing a phenomenal job. Because literally as a kid, I thought they just de-aged Tommy Lee Jones. That's how good his performance was. I was like, man, this de-aging technology is fucking crazy. And it's 2012? Who knows where this is going to be in... 12, 13, like four years. But yeah, Men in Black 3. But probably probably one that's closer to, a, you know, one of your uh, traditional guilty pleasure movies is R.I.P.D. with <laughs> R.I.P.D. with Jeff Bridges and Ryan Reynolds. Um, this movie is supposedly, according to literally everyone and everything, absolutely atrocious and has a 12 percent on rotten tomatoes and i think the i think the audience score is like i want to say like around the 30s which is obviously for an audience score usually audiences are pretty generous um not with this one it's a, it's a 38 um it's not <laughs> i think it's a lot of fun <laughs> i don't know this is this is again a movie uh, that I watched as a kid and it was just Ryan Reynolds had this streak in the early like 2010s of just being in atrocious films that <laughs> just that just kind of destroyed his career but I really enjoyed it um we had Jeff Bridges Ryan Reynolds had kept Kevin Bacon in it in it in it 
Kevin Bacon in it. Uh, James Hong makes an appearance. Then that I thought that was one of the funniest bits of the movie. I thought that was just <laughs> that was great. If you've seen IOPD, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, if you like bad movies. I wouldn't say it's a bad movie, but I get why people think it's a bad movie. I remember the CGI not being great. I didn't care at the time. Um, but if you like bad movies, this is definitely a movie that you should take interest in. I believe it's on Netflix. So <laughs> go for it <laughs> because it, it's just it's a lot of fun, in my opinion. But, you know, whatever, I guess I'm I'm very much in the minority there. You know what? That's not, uh, I'm going to remove that and replace it. I have, a, I have a question. Does Kevin Bacon save the hard art? No, he does not. Unfortunately, <laughs> in this PG-13 movie, he does not uh, say the hard art. Okay, they didn't cut him some slack? Nah. Jeff Bridges didn't give him the past. <laughs> he would have told that. He would have told him that. Iron Man made, it, made this in a box of cave. Box of cave. Box of cave. Need a trailer with a box of scraps. <laughs> a box of cave. Tony Stark was able to box a cave with some scraps. <laughs> but, uh, and then I have Now You See Me. Have you seen Now You See Me? Wait, have you seen R.I.P.D.? Nope. Wow. You gotta get out there more, man. And by out there more, I mean get in there more and watch some movies. Uh, now you see me is that movie with Jesse Eisenberg. Is they're all there's like four magicians. I think Dave Franco is one of them. Uh, way, way, yeah. And you got, nah. I think uh, Michael Caine's in it, or is that the second one? I don't know. Morgan Freeman's in it. Mark Ruffalo's in it. Woody Harrelson's in it. It's a pretty stacked cast all all, all around, but like. It's not a great movie, and I acknowledge that as because I I'm I'm a I, I like magic <laughs> and I like magic tricks, and as someone who does who or who who likes magic, this movie is a whole bunch of bullshit. None of it makes any sense. If you if you literally know anything about magic, it's just these people literally just have abilities. It, it's 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 stupid as fuck. But also, I think it's a it's a lot of fun. It has a positive audience score. But yeah, critics did not fucking like this one. And the second one wasn't great, to be honest. But uh, I definitely like this one more, or the first one more. But I still thought the second one was a lot of fun. It had That one has Daniel Radcliffe in it. And he kind of carries it, sort of in a similar way that Pedro Pascal carries Wonder Woman 1984. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that movie's a lot of fun. I've seen clips of it. I haven't seen the film entirely hold hold the fucking phone i'm sorry there's an r.i.p.d there's an r.i.p.d too really yeah what the fuck it's crazy when did this happen <laughs> it came out last year <laughs> so there are the reviews just as bad oh they're awful they are in the toilet Actually, <laughs> technically, there's it doesn't have a score at all because not enough critics have seen it. But I also have an honorable mention here, and the only reason it it didn't make the list is because it's I think it's still a little too recent. So not only do I not think I've seen it enough times, but also I don't think it's had enough time to sit in 
you know, the public eye for me to necessarily uh, put it on the list yet, but I'm pretty confident that it will make the list, and that's Thor Love and Thunder. You know, I've, I've obviously been open about me really enjoying that film, despite the internet making it sound like it's one of the worst movies ever made. Um, I think it's fucking great. <laughs> but, yeah, so, is that our Guilty Pleasure movies? Uh, yeah, that's it. Alright, well, did you see anything good this week? <laughs> Watch anything this week? You watch anything? I watched. I binged the Hunger Games series. Yes, he did. I did. Yeah. And uh, what? And John Wick. I'm just kidding. Uh, We saw John Wick already. No. What did you think of the Hunger Games? Because have you seen all of them before, or is this like your first time going? Yeah, I've seen all of them. I've seen all of them before. Damn, that's crazy. I haven't seen any of them. Well, damn. You could watch them on Netflix. They they just. I ain't watching them shits. Yeah, watching them. Hell, no. they're, they're okay. So here's the thing about dystopian movies. I well, I love dystopian. I love the, I love the genre dystopian. Oh, the the dystopian genre. Every Netflix it's, movie it, ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I like I like it. It's it's cool. But the like, thing is, is that like there was there isn't that many dystopian films that cater towards the like, young teens. Sure. Like that because I was I was like remembering I was like you know why why didn't there that many like you know dystopian movies um you know like hunger games diversion maze runner and stuff like that it's just because like um some woman her name was like veronica or something she like ruined like the genre for like you know those young teens or something i don't know why i saw a video about it or whatever but i was like damn you know those movies kind of hidden like you know especially the hunger games hunger games is actually like one of the it's to me it's one of my favorite um an actually decent uh like dystopian like you know like young teen dystopian uh, movies so yeah but no those 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 are are hidden and when watching longer games i was like yeah you know this is is actually really good just one thing that kind of ruins it for me is the um the love triangle. I hate the love triangle so much. It's so stupid. But I'm Team Peter all the way. Team yeah, Pita. I love when Huey killed what's her name. Uh, Rue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he gets fucking he gets destroyed by an arrow to the to the heart. Crazy. I remember that. Like people started figuring out that was Jack Quaid. Yeah, and the other it was like, you know what? Maybe Maeve was right. <laughs> <laughs> No, dude, you know, like, dude, like those deaths and like the first one were like brutal, and yeah, yeah for like, moving geared towards a younger audience, yeah, yeah, like literally when they first get into the Hunger Games, like you see people just getting sliced up and like just stabbed, and then I remember, um, <laughs> so like after like Rue dies, right, um, they're they're like you know one of the people from like her district. Uh, heard like some person like saying like saying like, saying like her name in like a bad way, and he like picks her up by the neck and he's like choking her. And he like he like lifts her up, and he's like like you know like uh, why do you say her name? And he like bashes her head, and you can just hear it, and like she she's dead. Why did you say that name? Cause I'm like, dude, that's that's like it's crazy. Also, uh, Liam Hemsworth is a cuck in that movie, in those movies, so... A literal cuck, or he's just a bitch? He's just a bitch. <laughs> no, bro, 
bro lacks zero empathy like at all like he just he does not have empathy whatsoever and he just he just fucking sucks so yeah that's pretty much it that's all that's all i saw i watched nobody with bob and kirk the goat bob godon kirk bob foot fetish odin kirk um he it's 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 solid i kind of like it more uh i think i think there there was like maybe if there was like one more action sequence or maybe if maybe if the action sequences were longer like the one where he where he's like annihilating everyone like in his house Mm -hmm. i think that should have went on longer um yeah but i did i did like how because obviously when it was coming out and just based on the trailer and shit like that it's like okay it's it's regular guy john wick and it's 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 like it is that but i i do like how because obviously you know us seeing uh just four recently but it also applies to all three maybe not maybe less so the first one but that that man's invincible basically <laughs> like he gets hurt but like he walks it off pretty quick but in in nobody bro's getting he's getting hurt hurt and like he he walks it off but he's still he like he still like walks with a limp at some points in the film and stuff like that it's really solid also it's fun seeing saul goodman just wreck some shit <laughs> yeah yeah it's a very it's a very solid like you know straightforward like action movie and i don't think that again i don't think like i i, I, I agree with I agree with you. I mean, personally, I like it a little bit more than you do. Yeah, you did. But but it's also one of the things where it's like, I couldn't ask for much more. True. Also, not what I got. Also, I could have. Ju- I'm probably just spoiled from seeing John Wick four. So yeah. So yeah, for sure. It's kind of hard. I, I see John Wick four, and then a week later, I see this, and it's just not as not in this. Yeah, yeah. not in fame. Yeah, it definitely would have been different if like you had saw it like before John Wick four. Definitely because because it's like you're getting that momentum or you're getting that like that that the appetizer before john wick yeah and i also know you know bob odenkirk's not fucking keanu reeves yeah so but it's so nice to see him do something like different yeah so it's really nice to see him do something like really physical because like didn't didn't my bands have a heart attack and shit yeah 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 he's getting attack. up there yeah he had a heart attack um like felt like during filming yeah better call Saul. after yeah better call Saul. good thing he's all right yeah. and they're making man like i told like i told uh Peyton off the air that they're making nobody part two which they're gonna start filming this year so um i i don't know what they're gonna do with that one hopefully it's not as i mean i still want more action of course but so like at what cost he's only a couple years older than keanu reeves yeah, he's even like what, like what, like he's, like he's he's sixty. He's sixty. Yeah, Keanu Reeves is fifty-eight. Oh shit! My that might make that might make this like more gun action, gun heavy in this one. Maybe I don't know. Who knows? Bob Odenkirk is the same age as Tom Cruise. Think about that. Yeah, Tom Cruise does all his stunts himself. Yeah, and Tom Cruise definitely, 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 definitely doesn't get work done at all. He definitely hasn't gotten plastic surgery. Absolutely not. It doesn't believe in Scientology either. No. But yeah, and that's pretty much all the all the stuff that I watched. Um, I, else, I watched Marcel the Shell with shoes on. 
Oh yeah. It's you do so see good. That. Oh, like I, like I knew I was gonna like enjoy it because like I I because Marcel the Shell the movie, which came out last year, was nominated for best animated film at the Oscars, which some people were rooting against because people don't consider an animated film because technically it's CG or whatever. Um. I knew I was going to like it. I didn't... It's based off the original shorts from, like, 12 years ago. I, I, I never saw those, surprisingly, uh, because they have a, a crazy amount of views. And so, like, I saw, like, clips and stuff. Or not clips, or, like, maybe I saw the trailer and I don't remember. I was like, this looks fucking adorable. And I know I'm going to like it. But my God, man. It was, like, it was so emotional, but not even in, like, a, oh, man, this is sad. It's just, like... It's like it's so like innocent and pure, and it's it's just oh, ten out of ten. That's just a ten out of ten. That's just a masterpiece. Incredible. I think nobody. I think I'd give nobody an eight. It's very enjoyable, but definitely I de- I gave I gave it some benefit of the doubt because I did because <laughs> John Wick. But yeah, you got to get on that Marcel the Shell with shoes on shit, man. Got to do it. I kind of don't want to see like any like behind the scenes or anything i don't want my illusion to be ruined i want to believe that marcel is real he's like out there walking somewhere yeah oh also you don't have to worry about it but my least favorite part of the film there are spiders there are there are spiders in it and i almost punched my screen but marcel was just so cute that i i let it slide so but yeah is that the show that is the show. All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening to the Avengers podcast. If you want to follow us, we're at Avengers on Twitter. That's A V E N G E nerds, all one word. If you want to follow either one of us, you can reach me at it's Zenith underscore on Twitter. Where can they reach you? Nowhere. Follow our social medias. We're going to start posting. <laughs> Say that every week. We're going to start posting. Maybe next week. Next week, because yeah. we're going to start posting. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got to I just, I got to get the TikTok going, but also TikTok might get banned. Yeah, who knows? It's all a mess. But uh, we also have a Discord if you'd like to join the conversation there. Those will be linked in the show notes. You can also check out our link tree for any additional links you may be interested in. You can also review the show in-app on Apple Podcasts. If you, if you could leave five stars in a review, it would really help us out. Thanks again for listening to the Avengers Podcast. We'll see you next week. Later.